Hello and welcome to another episode of Kitchen Conversation with James and Rama. My name is James. Introduce yourself, Rama. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, my name is Rama. <laughs> On this episode of Kitchen Conversation, we're looking at spring cleaning, thinking about the question of how do you back up your data? We're both nerds. We both love IT. And we know how bad things can be when data is not backed up and you'd lose it all. Rama, how do you back up your data? Well, James, uh, at the moment, uh, since I am an all Apple device owning person, all my data currently is backed up to iCloud. But because I haven't owned all Apple devices for the last couple of years, I now have lots of fragmentation problems. Mm. I've got data in Dropbox, I got data in OneDrive, I got data in Google Drive. Yeah. And then I also have data in iCloud now. So I guess that's the question, isn't it? How do you do mm. it properly? What's the best way? So I don't know, James, talk about your recent experience in, in getting a, a backup, yeah. I guess, service. Mm. My inspiration from this was um, if you remember back in the day when we first set up the NAS in the office, I think I also had set up uh, my own personal NAS at home. Um, so two drives, perfect copies of one another. So two terabytes of space that was an exact mirror. If one of the drives failed, I've got a copy of my data. The problem was when I got married and I moved, I broke the power adapter for my NAS. So I couldn't actually access any of the data on it, which I had backed up because, yeah, so it became this ironic. I couldn't access the data I'd backed up because yeah. I broke my power adapter and the way the file system was read on Windows because it was a Linux thing that was backing it up, um, I had to buy extra software to actually recover all my files because it was a different type of petition for the nerds out there. A BTRFS petition is not compatible with Windows. <laughs> no, we so don't need, know how to read that. Yeah, so... That started my journey and thinking about, oh, I've got all these family memories and photos from childhood that I consolidated on there and I want to figure out how to organise those now and figure out how I organise the ones I'm making now with my wife and what that looks like and not wanting to lose them. Um, so the principle of data storage and backup of three, two, one, you want to have three different copies of your data, two of them need to be on separate drives and one of them needs to be off-site is how I think it, it goes. So, it, or two different mediums, um, which could be two different drives, one in the cloud and then one off-site. So I've taken that to the nth degree um, with thinking about how my computer setup works. So I've got my OS on a mirrored drive and then I've got the old hard drive I've pulled out, I've put them into my computer and they're now two terabytes in a mirror actually in my desktop. So I'm actually moving all the backed up files there um, to be that. But it's like, okay, so that's the two, but I don't have the offsite. So what am I going to do about that? What's like the cheapest service I can find to try and back up everything, have it easily accessible? Um, what would that look like and how would that work? It also took me down the garden path of how do I have an internet connection that's fast enough to upload it. So I upgraded my internet plan along the way. 
that's a story for another day because <laughs> <laughs> I learned something very new about how internet technology functions. But using Backblaze is what I'm using at the moment and currently taking potentially 10 to 16 days to back up two terabytes of data on my hard drives, um, which will be exciting. And then I'll know that anything I've got locally is locally. And if it's on a mirror drive, I've got a local mirror if something fails. So I've still got immediate access, mm. but it's also in the cloud. And I, there's a cool phone app I can access things on quickly as well as if a disaster happened, I could actually order a drive from Backblaze with all my data on it, which I thought was pretty cool. And it yeah. just means just that peace of mind of mm. knowing like family photos and memories are backed up from like when I was a kid, when my brother was before he got buff and big and hit the gym when he was skinny like a twig. Um, <laughs> and those family memories that you want to remind your siblings of, <laughs> <laughs> knowing that I have them on file and I'm not going to lose them um, has been part of my journey and inspiration for thinking about how I back up data. And then I kind of keep work stuff on a solid state drive Um that also has a OneDrive um, because it's like any kind of video projects I'm working on for my wine videos and things there, then that kind of is kind of the, the temporary. It works with my one terabyte of office, but then it also means quick, quicker to access instead of on a spinning disk. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Well, you, I think you've got the right, you got the right idea. I, I have, you know, I said I've been burned in the past by a dying uh, NAS as well. I had the NAS fail on me and the drive itself failed and which means I've lost everything. I, and you know, it was one of those old, it was an older NAS. I wouldn't even call it a NAS. I would probably call it a desktop drive at that point. Yeah. It, even though it has network capability, it wasn't really a, you know, NAS per se because the network access storage tend to have, a, you know, all the RAID and yeah. all, the, all the kind of redundancies, but this one didn't have it. It's only got the one drive. And the funny thing is I did the same thing this time. I actually bought another um, NAS <laughs> that only has one drive in it, which isn't, which is a great idea. It was all it was all by mistake, and I think it was just sheer laziness that I didn't want to return it and having to go and wait another couple of weeks for it. Mm. Uh, I was desperate for another drive. I I thought I ordered the one with two drives in it. They sent me with one only one um, drive bay, and I thought, yeah. uh, should I return it or you know what, just keep it. Uh, it's still running today, so that's great. But I know it's gonna fail. But luckily, I did not. I didn't use that for my anything critical. Mm. I've been using it as my media drive at the moment. Um, yeah. So. I think that's okay, but if yeah, photos and stuff, like I said, I've lost it. Um, I had a really good experience, and during my honeymoon, I actually uh, got a photographer to go around with us and take photos everywhere, and he gave me all the photos on a USB drive, and I formatted it on my PS4. Yay. <laughs> I remember hearing that story, yeah. and I was like, oh, no. Oh, I did not know. I did not know that was a USB. I thought I needed, a, I needed, I needed to do a firmware upgrade, and then uh, I wanted to do it offline, and then I downloaded the firmware, put it on a USB, but then the PS4 was like, I need to format this and for, for it to work for me. I'm like, sure, why not PS4 do it? I think it's important on here. <laughs> yeah. Probably was a PS3, actually. It probably wasn't even a PS4. It probably a PS3. But anyway, a game console destroyed a you know good chunk of my uh, honeymoon photos. So mm. again, you learn. You, you live and you learn. And I thought, oh. you know what? If I would have just uploaded it onto the cloud like I should have at night, instead of me being lazy and not do it, I would have had those photos now, which I don't mm. have anymore. So oh, and it, few, few lesson learned, aren't there, isn't it? Oh, it's the, the digital discipline. It's that thing you always want to do, but you never get around to. Mm. So this is kind of also serving as kind of a point of service announcement. Make sure you back up your data, back up the files that are important to you. 
Yeah. If you're okay yeah. with losing it, keeping it on one drive, go the cowboy. Well, yeah, exactly. I think if you're okay with losing it, then they don't, you don't have yeah. to back it up. But if you if you don't if you're not okay with losing it, then yeah, you should find a way to back up. My my mm. current backup strategy, as I mentioned to you, is quite chaotic. I have a few. I have a, I have three free. Our cloud accounts, uh, which holds various types of data, I think it's not a good idea because at some point you're probably going to forget one of those login mm. and you're going to lose everything on it. Um, so I, I will find the time <laughs> and, you know, sort of the get out of my procrastination and actually yeah. go and consolidate it all into. But I mean, I'm probably going to consolidate into iCloud because I've, that's the only paid one I got. And mm. it's probably got enough storage for me to be able to put everything, all those three free accounts into the one place. Mm. I should do that you know, pretty soon-ish and then probably go and look at a service like you where you can find one uh, with a decent amount of storage and and can have all those uh, uh, automatic syncs um, in yeah. place probably. So I'll, yeah. I'll have a look because at the moment I think I'm, I'm paying close to uh, $80 for iCloud anyway a year. Yeah. You're paying 100 and something. I'm pretty sure you, how much are you getting for? Yeah, so I'll be playing 120, 140 and it's like actually unlimited backups, but it's just for one device. So basically, if you've got a desktop and you can, can cram as many hard drives as you can, it'll back up the whole <coughs> PC for the, that one price. Yeah. So at the moment, I'm, I don't know. I, I think iCloud is 500 gig. Yeah. But like I guess so. So if I don't have as much data to back up, so I don't, I don't, I don't have too many things to worry about at the moment. But eventually, I think I need to go and find a pro- proper service that do all the automatic mm. backups and you know have a nice way of consolidating have all the services like it checks duplication and all that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping I'll find something that will suit my needs eventually. Yeah. Yeah, One of my ways I've started trying to sort through duplicates is just like, I even just like what I've put in my downloads folder for like pictures, images, like sound clips that I've used in videos. I just figured out how to, like I wrote myself a batch script one Saturday morning for my Saturday fun to like actually just by file extension, move things into a folder on an external drive, videos, audio. So I could actually sort by the different media types to be like, hey, okay, I need to file this somewhere else. It's kind of my version of the pile system of like, oh, let's put all the videos in one pile. Let's put all the images in another, the audio mm. somewhere else. And I can actually see kind of, oh, by date, what's, what's similar? Did I record a video? For something around this time or were all these photos from a trip my wife and I did to this thing that I've got edits or downloads if I put a little vignetting on the side to enhance <laughs> the yeah. photo just to make sure, like just get a sense of it. And then also then you can sort by file name and try and figure out, oh, all of a sudden you've got all these duplicate file names or when you keep copying the thing with the same file name, into the same folder Mm. and all of a sudden replaces the file and then you've got all those handy options to be like, yep, that means I've already got the file. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, definitely. So I said there's definitely ways we can can be a little bit more digital, uh, I don't know, friendly because I think a lot of us are guilty of having duplicates, of having just trash files that we, we tend to keep yeah. around in our in our hard drive. And, you know, as, as you know, a lot of the new devices that you buy now are, have SSDs, which means they don't have the two terabytes, you know, the yeah. four terabytes, you know, like a lot, a lot of conventional hard drives tend to have. So you need to be a bit more smarter and not bog down your devices with um, mm-hmm. chunks of data because they're just going to slow it down, isn't it? So, oh, yeah. 
which is really, I find it really interesting. It's almost the faster storage is smaller and more, more expensive, but more and more I'm finding like as cameras on phones increase, each photo you take in your phone will take up more space or yeah. each video. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, where, like, where do I put this? How big's the bucket to store the stuff in? And it's like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, what, how do I plan for the future to buy bigger buckets to store more data mm. is where I'm starting to think about um, as I like create content and things and create family mem- memories. And like I've moved from shooting like JPEG, which might be a 10 megabyte file or something, to shooting raw, which is like a 30 megabyte file per image. So all of a sudden one weekend away or one day trip out when we can go outside again, um, ends up being like, oh, a whole bunch of photos. I remember taking photos of my wife's netball and I took like a thousand photos because I was in sports mode. Right. And it's like, wow, this is like 100, 200 gigabytes of photos here. So also just being disciplined and culling the ones you don't need. And like getting rid of similar photos is probably the hardest thing because it's just time consuming. Just arrow button, arrow button, arrow button. <laughs> next, next, next. To yeah. clear through the memories. Yeah, they, they, I, I, like you said, it's, I think it's just the storage is getting ridiculous now because one file is, is huge. You know, you know, you... Now, like, I think one gig of video is nothing, you know what I mean? It's like if you're shooting it in, in, in 4K or oh, yeah. in pretty high res um, with a very good frame rate, you know, you're doing like a 60 FPS instead of 30 FPS, for example. Oh, goodness gracious. Like, that's going to eat up a few gigs easily. Oh, yeah. I think gigabytes are no longer the, the big thing that you think about anymore. Like, back in the days, you know, gigs yeah. are huge. But yeah. now it's like... There's nothing. Megabytes are pretty much the, the kilobytes of the 2000s. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, when we talk about spring cleaning, I think it's, it's a good idea to go and just clean up. I think, you know, just look at all the garbage files you got. Look at your data. I mean, like I said, if you're listening to this, look at your download photo right now. How many files do you have in there? How I many totally, do you care about? Yeah, exactly. How many of those do you actually still use? Or is it just a one-off thing that you need to use at once? Um. I'll tell you if I can. I'll look at my computer right now. How many da- how many files do you have in your developer? Because you've 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 scripted yours, so you should be pretty clean, right? My, yeah, mine's relatively clean. I've only kind of really pulled out um, like only the files that I haven't and folders. So I've got 133 items in my downloads folder. At All right, the moment, so how many and, I got? And most of those are folders at this stage. Right, and I got see, I got three hundred ninety-two items, and I'm pretty sure I won't use more than ten percent of that. Yeah, actively. So I need to go and clean up. So this is just some of the bad habits um, that we tend to let um, astray, uh, yeah. and I think we like I said we're all guilty of it. So like I said, I'm on a Mac, but still, you know, even then, like it's still pretty messy. Like my documents folder, for example, seventy-two documents. I guarantee I won't use any more than 10% of that actively and the rest are just, yeah. again, garbage files are just built up, right? So mm. I think it's a good idea for for you to kind of go in there and just have a look about um, and, and see what kind of things you can um, improve in mm. terms of, yeah, your your your, your computer and, and just your, your data in general. Yeah, so, yeah. and like yeah. if you can kind of keep the good backup practices, you can go back 
through your memories and go through a treasure trove of things. Like I came across a video that I would have shot on a flip phone with friends from high school. It was a .3GP video file. Uh, I haven't seen those for ages. Um, And it was incredibly pixelated because the cameras were shocking over a decade ago or a decade or more ago. Um, And it was just, oh, that's a cool memory. Um, And just finding stuff like that or like websites I used to build or tried to build just like hand coding the HTML. Like, oh, that's a trip down memory lane. Because um, I just had files from hard drives previously that I'd already backed up that I can re look at and go through again as I've started yeah. sorting and being no, able right. to. I and, think and the funny thing is, you, you won't find those things unless you sort them out properly. Yeah, definitely. And I think some of my favorite things are now that I'm married is because so much of what I do lives in the digital world. I don't like, I'm not a carpenter, so I don't have something physical to be like, oh, I made this back in 2021 when I was in lockdown. Um, my things are more digital that I store and file away. So being able to like go back um, and look at memories from when I was a kid and it's like, oh, I've got a photo of me. It's like, hey, Sarah, this was a photo of me when I was X years old. Um, this is what we were doing. We were doing this thing. Or, hey, this is like funny. And it's even just interesting um, being able to compare like, oh, hey, here's, here's like a video that was before my dad got sick and after for, from things. And it's just like, wow, I've got some of those memories that I want to make sure I keep and don't want to mm. lose that were just kind of like I, my brother on maybe one of my parents' iPhones at the time or I think we had a handy cam thing as well once upon a time. <laughs> but it was a cassette, so I'm not sure how they've ended up digital. But being able to find cool, unique, novelty things like that, even just like my brother running around at home, back at home and like doing boxing and just having fun. Um, <laughs> just being able to go, yeah, the trip down memory lane. Yeah, I mean, really you're, you're part. lucky. A lot of your childhood is still is already in the digital yeah. era where a lot of mine is in the analog era mm. and I don't have any of those anymore uh, when mm. I move countries. Yeah. Uh, so I lost a lot of my childhood photos. Um, I probably have a few from my sort of early teens. But then we, once we, the digital era come around, I still got a lot of those photos in my, from my early, you know, sort of my late teens and my early 20s. Mm. Luckily, I still got a lot of them. But I did, again, lose a lot of it as well when I um, lost my, my sort of my backup drive. And this is pre-cloud. So mm. you, you should have it in multiple places, but I didn't, obviously. Um, so I probably had it in CDs. I remember we still used to burn photos into CDs yeah. and share it with friends. I was like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. It's like, where's, those, where's the weekend photos? Oh, he's there. I'll burn oh, you a CD. You know, instead of just saying, oh, upload it into Facebook or whatever. Yeah. So I think I recently e-wasted like 40, 500 megabyte CDs. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't even have a disk drive on my desktop computer anymore. Like, Yeah. You even have a burner, you know, a CD burner. But I think I probably have one somewhere. Yeah, I'd have um, to go out and head back to my parents' place because they've got a computer with one or get an external CD drive that plugs in. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I've got a USB external one, I'm pretty sure, somewhere still. I don't even know if the mm. current uh, operating system can even recognize the device yeah. anymore. So, because it's probably, yeah, it's one of those that have the two USB cables because it has, you know, one USB bus wasn't enough to power it up. <laughs> you had to plug it into two different USB ports to give it enough juice 
to run. So yeah, it's just it's just interesting. Like I said, you know, and now the only analog thing that I got in digital form is one of the videos we made when I first came to Australia. Um, right. We made a video going to um, Perisher yeah. with my mom and my dad. And I still got that. That's like the only thing that I got that's digital because somebody finally gave me the DVD. Somebody grabbed one of the tapes that you're talking about and yeah. converted it into a DVD. Awesome. And I found a DVD and I converted it now into a digital file and actually upload it into YouTube so I don't I want to lose it. Yeah, great idea. And then you can just have it. You know where it is. Yep. And if someone wants to see it, all I need to do is share a link rather than oh, actually yeah. having to send them a file or whatever. So yeah. now if my sister says, oh, where was that video with mom? I'm like, here you go. Here's a link. Yeah. I put it into YouTube, put it as a private video, done. Here you, you go. Know? This is where it is. And that's that, that raises a really good question. And it's like, uh, I've been thinking about this more and more. And this is going to get existential because I've been thinking about my mortality and death. It's like if all like the videos that I upload as unlisted or private that are memories like wishing friends happy birthdays, how do I, I don't have an answer to this. I'm still asking the question. How do I pass this on? Like after I die, how do I like pass on the library of content that I've created to be like, hey, kids, here's this memory of when I was 26. Like this is what you're your dad was doing this is what your uncle was doing exactly was i mean yeah back in the day you would pass on your family albums and mm. you know videotapes and physical things i don't know i think what i've figured it out is um i don't know i mean like i said anyway since we, we're getting into the topic of you know mortality thanks james let's bring it there um is one way i thought uh and i got this from a from a tv show by the way it's, it's like a you write each other like a like a death note, or, a, or ah. but I'm doing it in a digital form, which is yep. very funny. So I would write a, a note that I would put into my password manager, and then I would and I would make sure that my password to my password manager is inside my wife's password manager, yeah, and vice versa. So we both can access all our accounts um, should we need to, yeah. So we both have a password manager and my the, my master password to my password manager is inside my yeah. wife's password manager and I do it vice versa. And inside there, I would have a note that would list everything that is important to me in terms of account numbers, um, yeah. you know, or your superannuation accounts, uh, everything, you know, all your shares yeah. and everything that, that she needs yeah. to know should the worst happen and I'm not around to tell her. She just has yeah. this one note that she can refer to and go, oh, he's everything that, that's related to him, you know, whether that's financial, whether that's mm. important, right? You know, the the, the account to our uh, PEXA account, yeah. so that, that holds our title for our house, for example. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so, oh, like so many important things. And like, I kind of went through that experience with like, I moved from one phone to the other. And I've realized I've lost the password to my crypto wallet, but I had the recovery key backed up. Mm. So I was able to get back to access to it. But I was like, check, I went through my phone app by app to check that I had it. And then I realized how many passwords to bank accounts that I'd lost. And I'm like, oh no. Yes, because we get, you get, we're so used to face ID and everything yeah. now that we don't even. So that's why I said password manager is like a, you know, a savior for me. Like we, we both use it. Um, I've, taken the time to teach her how to use one um, because I know it's important. But I said, for me, it was having that one note that she can reference to should the worst happen, you know, without really plan, with no plan. Mm. She can access, you know, she knows all the bank accounts that we own. She knows all, she knows my superannuation number that yeah. she has entitlements to because, you know, she's the next of kin and all that kind of mm. stuff, right? She's a beneficiary to it. 
and all the investment accounts that I've done um, that she can then access as well. So I think it's just something to think about. And again, this is not part of the episode. We're talking about data, but then again, you're right. Since you're talking yeah. about it. Similar principles. Has, you know, my past, because she has access to my master password manager, she has access to all my accounts. So she needs to go and see our video library in YouTube. She has access to my YouTube account because there's my password in there um, for my Google account, for example. So, and and I guess the other thing you want to think about is if, I don't know how, because I mean, your, your wife's probably a lot more technically literate than mine. Um, potentially, you may then also potentially have another party that would have that information, for example. Yeah. Or at least know somebody who can then go and show her, yeah. this is what this account is for. You know, this is what Google account has these things in it. Because some people, yeah. she might not know what a Google account is. You know, she, she needs to know that that actually links yeah. to YouTube, that actually links to Google ads and all the other bits that come with yeah. that service, right? The, the Google Drive that I have in it. So yeah. I, I always often think about that. And then, I, you know, I, I haven't had the conversation, but I will have to have the conversation probably with, with either with somebody like my cousin or my mm one of my close friends and go, would you be the guidance for my spouse? Should mm. the worst come, um, you know, yeah. should the worst happen? And, and, cause she, and she didn't know what to do with it. Could you be that person? Mm. Should this happen? Be there and go, look, he, 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 do you remember that he gave you his password in this account? You know, he, he's, he's, this is his master key for his um, password manager. Now, once you go in, you can access all these things and then explain to her because yep. obviously she's going to be in the right frame of mind. I think that's oh, yeah. important. So. And it's like, it's the kind of like life version of having a backup to not lose when so many things live in the digital world that you don't Correct. lose access to those important things. Correct. Um, that's exactly. a really good, given me a lot to thought about. I still got to like write a last will and testament with my wife, but it's because it's one of those things you always put off. Never yeah, because about. you're like you're young, you know. I'm um, young. I'm fine. I'm fit. I'm almost double vaxxed. Like yeah, so no, I'm going I all right. It's just that it's just that thing I, I thought about because I just realized, you know, if if you know if the worst were to happen and she goes first, I sh- I can survive in this country because I you know mm. I grew up here and I've been living here, so I'll be fine. But I then I think about it. She relies on me a lot in here, so I thought, how can I make sure that. Yes, she'll be all right financially because I got insurance, I got all the things that, you know, but how do I make sure she's all right, you know, in terms of administratively because she doesn't she do all that stuff for her, right? So you need mm-hmm. to go and think about do you, who do you talk to then that can explain all these things to her. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I need to have a conversation with my, my I said, my, one of my, probably one of my closest friends or my cousin and go, you need to be my, kind of my, you know, her digital map yeah. once, you know, if, if the worst were to happen. Mm. that she can then, you know, basically figure everything out because this country now is slowly moving into everything digital. Yeah. Even, you know, the government is, right? Like all my yeah. all my um, tax yeah. uh, statements are digital now. I don't have a physical one anymore. Mm-hmm. All my pay slips are digital now. You know, how yeah. does she get access to all those things? So I need somebody to be the one that go, you know what? This is how things work here. This is, you know, this is his MyGov account. This is how you get into it. This is how you can see his tax. As you can see, super, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah it just, it's, it's it basically, it's like your backup in real life. <laughs> yeah, in real life. Yeah. We went, we went really, really well there. We went on to quite a profound um, way of thinking about how we prepare for the future. Um, hmm, there you go. That so gives a lot, of, lot, of, lot more spring cleaning to do. Mm. So any kind of, as we close off the episode, Rama, any closing comments about spring cleaning and data backups? Well, I think, uh, I guess the last comment is you, you, you think you don't know, um, you, you think you're never going to need these things, 
you think I'll be fine, you know, I can, mm. I can wait till tomorrow. But as the pandemic shows, you know, the life is unpredictable mm. and you never know when something is going to happen. Uh, your hard drive, can, you know, for, from a very minor thing, like your hard drive, you know, failed yeah. to a very, very major thing that we just talked about, you know, you could mm. probably not be here tomorrow. Yeah. How do you pass on that legacy when everything is in digital form? Yeah. There you go. My, my closing remark would be take, when you think about your data and backing up those important memories, take the Nike approach, just do it. Put some time aside and get it done so you know where your backups are and you know that you, if the worst happens to your data, if a drive dies, if you jump in the water, um, if there's a flood and your laptop's no more, make sure you have a second copy and a third copy of your data somewhere else. And make oh. sure everyone, you stay safe, stay healthy and avoid public health orders. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Yeah.